All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players Broadcast, episode 100, people. We made it to the mountaintop. Drew and I are popping bottles of champagne. This episode is going to be amazing. We're going to talk load management. Kawhi, are you so sad that he's not playing? Everybody knew that this was going to happen. Is LeBron James still the king of the NBA? HGH is a real thing, people. Drew and I are thinking about taking some ourselves. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick the intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. Give it up. All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple, Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, Broadcast World? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. This is history, Drew. Yeah, man. We have finally hit the mountaintop. <laughs> Episode 100. We made it to 100. Yeah, it's I, crazy. It's crazy, dude. It's weird. It feels weird I to did be a, at 100. Triple it's, digits. It's funny. I did a, like a full like video last night that I didn't post. Really? Yeah, I did it because I, I, I wanted to wait and I wanted to have you here with it. Yeah. But it was just talking about like, yo, we hit 100 episodes. The like, journey. And the journey hasn't even really started yet. Season three. Season three. Um, basically, what I was saying was just like, motherfuckers give up on a, a lot. Oh, yeah. In the beginning. Like a lot of people, like if you don't, like if you make t-shirts, like you don't sell a thousand t-shirts on your first run, you quit because you think you it's yeah, not yeah. hot. You know, people, podcasts, like Blake Griffin said, podcasts are like assholes. Everybody, Everybody has one. And they all stink. And they all stink. <laughs> Most of them stink unless you get your shit cleansed, bro. And, uh, you know, this has been such a awesome journey, too. Like we started... We started with an idea. I don't even remember how we came up with it's the idea. It's really hard when I think about it. it. I think it was. It had to have been one of the Saturdays. I'm st I'm trying to remember if like you were the one that brought it up. I definitely brought it up. That's what I thought, mm -hmm. but I still don't remember like the context. The context with which it all went down. So Drew's talking about our Saturdays. You have to understand oh, that man. back in the day when we first started Saturdays hooping together, like Saturdays at our gym was the spot. Oh, 8 it was such good dude, Saturday in general. It was a great Saturday. It was a great Saturday. Yeah. So we started with like we all got together, douchebag John, Jeff Crompton, Drew the Right Thing, myself, 
and we're like, yo, we got to start Saturday morning hoops. Drew didn't like that. Well, first it used to start at 10 a.m. It started <laughs> at a really great hour. It was like 10. For 10, you it did. 10 o'clock, 10.30. You can get there and you can play until like noon. <laughs> Maybe maybe even twelve thirty. But I kind of have an issue with ten a.m. Like I started coming earlier. Well, and then earlier. it got crowded. Like yeah. word got out that the runs were happening, mm-hmm. and the people started showing up at ten mm-hmm. for the runs. Mm-hmm. And then what had happened was you wake up early anyway. I don't sleep, y'all. And then it was all about trying to get on the court first, so you can get like you know five six runs in before you know you lose and you have to wait a game or wait two games or three games. Nobody wants to lose at our gym too when there's fifty people in there. Fuck. And so. Eventually, this shit ran out, way out of control. Nine o'clock. It went to nine o'clock, which I was okay with. Still, I was a little disgruntled because I would be stumbling home at two thirty in the morning on Friday. I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna wake up and go play hoops in like seven hours. That's not good. And then we fucking we got it all the way down to eight o'clock, which means Clips is at the gym at quarter to seven. I got to stretch. I'm an old. I'm an older guy. So, anyways, I don't know how it all came to happen but thank god that we had the right resources and that we knew people that could actually make it happen i think uh, i think a lot of it too is our boys at golden net basketball who were saying like because i've been on the they had a podcast that they had run a couple times and they just kept pushing to like yo we should do a pod we have a studio we have all this and shout out to golden net basketball for starting it with us like they definitely got us drew started. and i would drive to santa Ana once a week yep you know, we'd bring a six pack and like a, it was like our first seven, seven or eight, I think, episodes. Yeah, we're driving out there until we Maybe realized more than that. You know, we both realized, Drew realized, like, yo, I, we can, we can do this on our own. I could probably figure this out. Yeah, we can, we can make <laughs> it happen. So I, you know, <clears throat> back to my original comment, I was saying a lot of people give up on this shit, and we've stayed with it. We stayed diligent, and just seeing how far that we've come, um. It makes it, it just makes me so fucking happy. We have fans all over the world that listen to us. We put out great content and it's obvious. And this is what I was saying on the video. That's not going to get released is like people are jacking us every single yep. week. It's somebody else um, that's stealing our, our content and our how we create. And and that means we're doing something right. As pissed as I am complex. OK, <laughs> with your bullshit load management podcast with chops and drew you know what i mean like get the fuck out of here another guy drew on that no i was gonna say it was funny his dude's name is chops the other guy's name is adam but people kept hitting me up like yo chops and drew Drew, oh that's like jru yeah that's funny um but anyways congratulations to 100 dude congratulations to you we're sipping fucking champagne champelli we got we're sipping champagne this whole episode People, this is just what we do. Yeah. Um, we're saying it's Cristal. It's a celebration. It is a celebration. Congratulations. Congrats, bro. To a thousand more. Cheers. Okay. This is our year. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, but like we do, this is going to be the final, I think. The final. I do think. Drew intro. Uh, this is our hundredth. Oh, man. You know, our, I don't know where it's to go It's so from hard here, to Drew. say farewell. <laughs> it's <laughs> so hard Take it away. to say goodbye. Yeah! <laughs> Fucking boys to men, dude. How about clips to Drew? That's the new R&B. Oh, shit. Our album's dropping uh, in April, y'all. Yeah, we're working on a lot shit. of things. Hey, so if you're a first-time listener, uh, Drew picks a person that correlates a basketball player that correlates to our episode number yeah uh whether they were born in that year or the the that draft or the number that they wore but now we're at episode 100 and we're <laughs> going to move on to bigger and better things yeah i don't know what drew wants to do with Dude, this what do you want to do well I, it's okay to say farewell like i didn't get i didn't really get to say goodbye in 99 so 
I came prepared to do the damn thing for 100, even though technically we're getting into the year 2000 by doing like that. that. I, I know I it's like not the that. best. It's not the best. And man, do I I fucking long for the episode 20 through 40s because those were great episodes with you easy yearn, players. You yearn for it? I yearn for it deep <laughs> in my in word. my in my heart. Can we call this episode the yearning? The yearning. Ah, it'd be so good. <laughs> um so, you know, to take them out. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the year 2000, which again, I know that, I, I know that you don't like it, but okay. I'm just going to do it real quick. Let's see. Uh, in 2000, Kenyon Martin was this drafted. Is the draft pick? Kenyon Martin was drafted. Cincinnati. Number one overall. Number two was Stromile Swift. Some people might remember. That guy was crazy. LSU? Uh, yes, LSU. Yeah. Darius Miles went third. My guy. Marcus Pfizer out of Iowa State what a went bust. fourth. To Chicago, to Chicago. And the reason that I really wanted to do this deep down is because number five overall draft pick was Mike Miller. Oh, your boy. My guy. Your cousin. My your fake cousin, cousin. My cousin, bro. Um it's really not his cousin, but that's what Drew people that is, that's what Drew told people. Yeah, that's not my cousin. <laughs> I told the story once. You we can, can't do it again. You can go listen to it. It's somewhere it's somewhere in the nineties eighties, I think. Drew's fake cousin. Oh man. Uh but yeah, Mike Miller was drafted fifth. Jamal Crawford was drafted eighth ah, in this draft. Oh, it's um so I you know, Mike Miller is my guy for sure. But you know what crazy enough? We actually do have eight players that were born in the year 2000 that are actively playing in the NBA right now. All of them um, are rookies. Yeah, no surprise. 20, right? No surprise. 19. Uh, 19. Yeah, most of them are 19 or 20. Um, but I'll start you know, with the top. R.J. Barrett and Tyler Hero are both born in 2000. Mm-hmm. So Tyler Hero is a sneaky one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got, let's see, uh, Kobe White, Nasir Little. Kevin Porter, Jackson Hayes, Darius Garland, and Darius Baisley. All those guys were born in the year 2000 uh, and now are NBA players. And I, I like I like the, the Mike Miller selection. I, like, I like Tyler Hero. I like Jamal Crawford. I like Jamal Crawford. Uh, but Wilt Chamberlain is the only guy that ever scored 100 points in a game, and he has to be brought up. I think this should be epi- like, like Grant Hill and Jason Kidd, like co-rookie of the years. Like I think it should be a co. I think it should be a, a Mike Miller and uh, I don't Will want to do Mike Miller. <laughs> Fucking no, dude. I think he was in the dunk contest. Mike Miller was never in the dunk contest. I think he might have been. You're thinking of Bobby Sura. First I remember of all. Bobby Sura, and that was he was Florida State. <laughs> Mike Miller was never in a dunk contest. Bro, Mike Miller fuck. had bounce, bro. Are you being serious? I'm right dead now? serious. He was never in a dunk. He, contest. he had sneaky bounce. <laughs> Go back. Not. They were throwing him lobs. Oh, Drew, he did not. You're thinking of fucking Rex Chapman. Okay, that's not Mike Miller. I'm Jamal pretty... Crawford needs some love, bro. Well, yeah, he's not in the league anymore. RJ hasn't earned it yet. Tyler hasn't earned no, it yet, no, even no. though he's my fantasy sleeper this year. Tyler's great. So what do you want to do? I say we do Jamal Crawford and fucking Wilt Chamberlain. Why does Wilt need to be included? Why don't we do Jamal and Mike? Mike Miller? Yeah, fuck yeah. We've talked too much about Mike Miller on the show, Drew. <laughs> What's wrong with Mike Miller? Okay, why don't we do... I'll, oh, my Lord. It's a, Actually, this isn't my call. You can do whatever you want, but Jamal Crawford gets way more love than Mike Miller, even though Mike That's Miller's fine. a champ, right? I mean, we're obviously, the overarching thing is Wilt, right? He scored 100 points, but we've also like done Wilt. We talked at, ad nauseum about Wilt. Yeah, I'm over-fucking Wilt. It's great. Episodes. 55 and 30, great season, bro. So your, your call is Jamal. My call is Mike. Let's split it down the middle. It's nice and easy. Jamal and Mike? Yes. The, the the combo that should both be still playing right now. I think Mike's an assistant coach. Mike doesn't want to play anymore. I'm pretty sure he's an assistant coach somewhere now. All right, Jamal Crawford and Mike fucking Miller. Yes. Drew's fake cousin. This is your episode. You're going to be our final episode. 
Well, final of this, the of final this iteration. Of this, right. Yeah. We're going to move on to bigger and better things. It's season three. Like, we have to brainstorm gonna... what I'm going to do. I don't even know. I, 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 I'm, I have I'm, a really I'm out great of idea. ideas. I have a great idea. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I, right. That we'll talk about post. Okay, good. Uh, hey, Drew, you cool on champagne? Yeah, I'm good. Let me okay. I'm, I'm have another take a, sip. Take a sip of that. Let's take a, do you want to? Oh, the coaster almost You're too off. far away for us to click, to Yeah, clean, we can't cheers. But it is what it is. Take a sip. the air sip. The air cheers. While Drew sips. We have to discuss something tonight. I'm. Uh, we are behind. It is. It's Wednesday evening. It is like seven fifteen. The Clipper game started. Is starting right now. Yep. Um. I'm recording it. I'm not watching it. It's Clippers, uh, Milwaukee Bucks, and the biggest fucking news of the day is shocking. Load management. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard sitting out tonight. Yep. Um. It was okayed by the NBA because it's due to knee issues, load management, and sickness. Right. Yeah. Uh, we are on a back-to-back. We play Portland tomorrow. The only thing I got to – like, Drew. Yeah. I'm not – like, when I heard it this morning, or yes, it was this morning, first yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, Kawhi's not playing tonight. You know, I'm not upset. I'm not mad. This is what we we expected. Like, I kind of knew – It kind of sucks, but you're like, all right, well, the, the long term is the goal, right? It's not that big of a deal if you lose or win this game against Milwaukee, right? No. Right. It doesn't, and I'm expecting, like, my whole thing was, like, why would we rest him against Giannis and then play Portland and then play Portland tomorrow at home? Yeah, and it's a nationally, this is the second nationally televised game. This is the second game in eight games that Kawhi is going to sit out. And everybody's making a big big deal about it. Doris Burke went in today. Oh, she did. Oh, she went in. She's like, I don't understand why he's doing this. This is horrible for the NBA. This is horrible for the league. And I'm looking at it like, you guys knew what you were getting into. Load management, shout out to load management. That's why we named our second podcast Load Management because you're going to hear that term so much all day this long. season. We were all expecting this, correct? Dude, I mean, can we be real about this and and say that Greg Popovich was doing this in 2005? Oh, thank like, you. Thank you know what I mean? Like, this is not new. <laughs> we're calling it something new because it's load management and more players are doing it. But Greg Popovich was a genius. He did this shit. All the time, Tim Duncan would sit randomly. You're like, why is Tim Duncan not playing? And then you're like, oh, it's the back-to-back back, back game, and, and Duncan's tired from the previous, or whatever the reason. Like, this is not a new concept. What is new is that everyone's aware of it now, and everyone's doing it. So I guess it, it's, it's sort well, of Well, we're the only ones epidemic. doing it right now. Like, sure. nobody's doing it. Nobody's, like, blatantly doing it right now, except for the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard. I have a, I have a quote here from Woj. Tell me. Um, the, he's, he's quoting an NBA spokesperson, Mike Bass. Oh, I heard what he said. Yeah. Go. Yeah. And he said, Kawhi Leonard is not a healthy player under the league's resting policy. And as such is listed as managing a knee injury when it, with the LA Clippers injury report, the league office in consultation with the NBA's director of sports medicine is comfortable with the team's medical staff's determination that Leonard is not sufficiently healthy to play in back-to-back games at this time. And he's not. So that's that's direct from the NBA right. as to why he's not being fined. Well, and I honestly feel that the Clippers took the proper uh, steps, even in preseason when they got the schedule, to say, hey, most likely on the back-to-backs he's until not, Paul George right. comes back or whatever, he's not going to be playing. Did anybody watch the NBA Finals when Kawhi is literally on one leg? Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the, the guy has an issue. Yep. It might not look like it when you watch him play because he's it's, extraordinary. It's, per, it's like perfection almost. He's, yeah, but the the man needs to rest. Okay, Dude, I mean, I I still I remember seeing when it happened when he reaggravated that injury against Milwaukee, going in for a layup. I think it was game like three. 
maybe game two against Milwaukee. And I was like, that didn't look good. And he couldn't stop rubbing his, his like, it was like the side of his leg mm-hmm. up, up, up right above his knee during the course of the game because it was sore. And even more, that shines a light on how good he is because I can't, I can't say that he, maybe he was 95%, maybe it was 97%, but he definitely wasn't 100%. No. And he still pretty much single-handedly won that, won that finals for that city alongside no, no Skeet Van Bleet. And, and if you do the math, Drew, he played 60 regular season games. If the Clippers continue doing the which guys, I am the literally the biggest Clipper fan in the world. Do I want to see Kawhi play against Giannis tonight? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But guess what? I'd rather see Kawhi play against Giannis in June. This shit does not mean anything right now. And and J, uh, Jalen Rose took l- the words right out of my mouth. And our man a- uh, Air Mag posted, um, posted a tweet. But Jalen was basically saying, this is the fans and the media's fault, okay? Follow me on this, Drew. Yeah. Because... In today's society, basketball society, all we're basing these players on is what you do in the playoffs and if you got chips or not. Correct. Right? Correct. That's what we're that's what we're doing. That's oh, you don't criteria. have a you don't have a right. ring? Russell Westbrook, then you're not in the GOAT conversation. Right. You don't have a ring, James Harden, then eh. We're putting all of our chips into if you get chips and how you play in the fucking playoffs. Chips on chips. Chips on chips on chips <laughs> with clips. New podcast. Yeah. Chips on chips with clips. Um <laughs> So I, you know, I don't think this should be a shock to Clipper Nation. I don't think Clipper Nation is upset. Yeah, you know, I think it, there might be a little fuck you in there with the Clippers. This is the second nationally televised game. It does seem weird. It seems weird. Like, that- so, like your your question is valid, right? Mm-hmm. Like the first the first back to back that he missed was the Utah game nationally televised. Uh, but the the following game that he did play was a great one against San Antonio. Right, that right? we won. We lost and, in Utah, won in San Antonio. And an important game for him to play in, I'm sure, for himself and doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then this one, so that, that, that matchup made sense and where he sat and where he played. This one doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And it seems like they're they're missing the opportunity to have like a really strong performance against Giannis and win an important game, relatively important game, mm-hmm. uh, and, as opposed to using him against Portland, a team that you're probably better served you're probably in a better position to win against them with him on the bench than than against Milwaukee, right? That seems strange. It seems strange. Uh, I think the NBA is so focused on the nationally televised games, but again, like this was something you guys should have prepared for. Like you knew this this was going to happen. The other thing is, Drew is like he's probably hurting. And honestly, they I don't think it was it was Kawhi being like going to the team being like I'm not playing tonight. <clears throat> you know, I'm not tonight's the night I'm not playing. Yeah. I think this was planned out. And I think since it is in the beginning of the season, they're going to see, they're going to gauge where the knee is at. You know, we're watching him play in these games. He's not doing anything like crazy. He's not fucking doing He's still doing unbelievable things right? all the time. But it's, it's, that's part of the reason why I think some people are still puzzled by him is because it, he doesn't look like he's playing that hard. No, because he just everything just comes at at the at the pace for him that he wants it to be. Like he just plays at a different pace. We talk about it all the time. Every mm-hmm. time we bring it up, but it's the truth. And when you look at him, you watch him play. You're like, you know what? He he hasn't done a windmill dunk. I can't remember the last time he's ever done like a windmill dunk. Or has he ever done that? Though? Or like a, a no look behind the back pass it's or not something. His game. My point is, is he still makes that assist and he'll still dunk the ball. But he just doesn't. I mean, he just does it his own way. And Kawhi 30 is thirty points a game. <laughs> I think honestly, being being the biggest Clipper fan out there, like I'm fine with it, Drew. I'm not upset at all. 
You know, I told you at the beginning of the season, I said, if the Clippers go five and five, that's something that I'd be expecting. And you were said, you said, don't expect that. Correct. And which is valid. Yeah. It's very valid. Yeah. But say we take an L tonight. I'm still confident that we're going to win the game right. tonight. Because you're five and two right we're now. We're five and two, like Miami, like. Uh, like most teams in like, the NBA right. that well, are good. <laughs> right. That are good. Like the Suns. <laughs> and we're facing really good teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've, we've played a lot of very good teams. Um, I mean, tomorrow night against Portland is a is a TNT game. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I I just don't understand. I don't think Clipper Nation is upset. I understand though. Like I get it. While the, the frustration, like people want to see Giannis, Giannis and Kawhi, but I think Doc and Balmer in the front office is just like, hey, dude, sixty games is going to be his limit this year, and that's what it's going to be. I think that they're literally trying to repeat exactly what Toronto did. Facts. And there's no reason for them not to. Mm-hmm. They're a better team than Toronto was. Like, if you remove Kawhi from both of those rosters, uh, I still take the, the Clippers, especially with Paul George. And, and so, like, I why not try to repeat what they did and let him rest and then let him take over? He didn't miss a game. I don't think he missed a single game in the playoffs, mm-hmm. even though he was playing hurt. Like, he, we know that he can get you across the finish line. So, it, all of this is it seems a little bit um, bloated right now. It doesn't seem like it, it's doesn't make any sense for them to be all outraged by this. Like what, why weren't they outraged by this last year? Like what was would, all the would talk? they be this outraged if, if we were playing Orlando and he took the night off? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. I totally understand that. But you know, Paul George is coming back next week. That's, that's what they're saying. We have a back to back next week against Houston and the Pelicans. They're saying Paul George has been ready to go, but they're going to rest him too. And it's and, and this will happen with Paul George too. But from a Clippers standpoint, from my standpoint is like, I've seen a lot of things that minus Kawhi, the Clippers need to work on. We need to get our shooting better. Pat- Patrick Beverly is shooting atrocious. You know what I mean? We got to get some more chemistry without Kawhi and Paul George, like we did last year. Yeah. And we need, to, you know, I'm fine with I'm fine with this, and I'm actually fine with taking an L if we lose. I'm not going to be upset. I'm not. You know what I mean? Sure. We haven't been blown out yet. I don't think. I think Zubak's going to have a tough time tonight. I think, but I think Harold's going to going to do well Trez. against Giannis. Trez always does good. But it is what it is. Load management is a real thing, people. Yeah. And on the flip side, like I would, I I kind of want us to rest Anthony Davis or LeBron. That's what I want to get into the Lakers right now. Yeah. So let, let's go over to the Lakers. Okay. So LeBron's playing out of his mind. AD's playing out of his mind. LeBron's leading the league in assists. Last night against Chicago, down nineteen. Uh, they come back and win. The bench kind of saved them, which is a really huge, good sign. Huge for us. Dwight Howard is playing like I, you couldn't ask for anything more out of Dwight Howard than what he's doing right now. Correct. And he's proving us all wrong. Right? I was right. He's no, proving you, me correct. You were happy with the pickup. I was skeptical like most people yeah. were. And I I couldn't have predicted this. Like right. I said, I think, I, I think my actual response was – uh, trying to replace DeMarcus Cousins' potential numbers. I had DeMarcus at like a 15 and 9. I said, if I can get 12 and 8 out of Dwight Howard, I will be ecstatic. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty much delivering that spot on. And that's why I'm so excited right. because he, he, he plays, I think, almost even minutes with JaVale. And JaVale's still great and does what he does, but doesn't have the same presence. JaVale isn't as, great. Let's not. No, no, no. I'm great. He's great at what he does. Like, he just runs around. He catches lobs. He tries to rebound and block shots. And that's fine. That's all you need. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And, and But when Dwight comes in, we we I think our defense goes up a little bit because he challenges a lot of shots now. He doesn't. He's not definitely not the jumper that he once was. He's still beating shit up, But he's though. still blocking shots. He's still getting rebounds. He's still fighting on the offensive end. And he can still throw down a lob when you when you toss it to him. So 
I I couldn't be happier with Dwight, but I think like to get into the whole like Chicago comeback, I was watching that game and we were down. And I was like, this is ugly. It was one of those moments where the Lakers were like, we are significantly better than this team. We don't really need to try that hard to beat them. Mm-hmm. And then Chicago came out hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they scored 63 points like in the first half. And they were hitting their shots. And Laurie Markkinen, I fucking love that guy. What's your favorite? What are your favorites? He will be a Laker before it's all said and done. (laughs) And when he is, I will buy that man's jersey. Oh, you will. Um, Because he was was incredible. But you you said it the best. I mean, Kyle Kuzma had a really nice game for us. uh, But Quinn Cook had 17 points. And anytime anytime we can get uh, our bench to have, you know, productivity – in that capacity, as you almost spill. Jeez. Sorry, I'm pouring the champagne. Almost, There's a lot of bubbles. Almost spilled the champagne. My bad, bro. The, I got be it. Be careful with the merchandise. We don't spill Chris style, dog. We can't, if you spill it on the audio equipment, we'll be fucked. <laughs> um, in a game where Anthony Davis only had 15 points. <clears throat> and Quinn what did Cook, he shoot? What did he shoot? Uh, his now 6 of 15. Only took 15 shots. Okay. Um, and it just wasn't a great like performance from him. They had some longer guys that were giving him some trouble. Wendell and, and Laurie and... And Cornette. Cornette, Luke right. Cornette, I think, blocked two of his shots. Um, and, and you know, we were expecting Danny Green to step up, and he only had seven points. Caldwell Pope, fuck, Jesus. Did you see him airball the fucking three-footer? Yeah. Yo, dude. He's he's He had eight points, which is fine, but it's he's just like, trash. dude, how is he... How are we relying on him oh. in clutch moments? But having Kuzma back and and having um, what did Kuz had? He had fifteen. He had fifteen, right. and and Quinn Cook's seventeen were huge, and it was the bench that really got us going. I mean, LeBron thirty points, ten rebounds, eleven assists. I, I mean, I, I said all of that without saying that line. So the the whole the, the direction of the Lakers is great, but like to go off of like the load management thing, it would have been all right with me if we rested LeBron and right. maybe lost to the to the fucking Bulls because right now we're at the top of the West. We only have one loss. I think. I mean, we're one to who to the Clippers. Okay. First game of the season. Mm-hmm. What I'm nervous about is the Lakers trying to set the tone and be the the dominant force in the West, and by doing so, end up playing LeBron and Anthony Davis too much, and then they get injured into the playoffs or as you're approaching that back end of that season. I'm nervous about that. I, I, and I would be too. Thirty five. Yeah. You know, LeBron's gonna be thirty five next month. I I don't I think the Lakers are playing to be the number one team in the NBA. Right. I think the Clippers are like, yo, we don't need to be the number one team in the in the league. Let's just get a top four, get home court advantage. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The West is going to be a shootout regardless, and they and we're not tripping right now as far as like if we got to rest Kawhi two out of the eight. You know what I mean? Four out of sixteen. Like if that's what it's going to be. I don't think LeBron wants to do the load management right nope. now. No. Nope. Now LeBron in in March. Might, yeah. you know, AD, who's from Chicago, which we're going to talk about here in a second, because he made some comments that I, I want to talk to you oh, about, okay. but I have something special for you. Okay. And we're going to coin it right now. Oh, okay. Because I want to, I want to see if you're going to love this. I have not heard this. This yet. is Eclipse and Drew saying now, and this actually, I can't take full credit for it because it came from our dude from courtside pins. Okay. So, so Anthony Davis made a comment in Chicago talking about his free agency next year and basically saying like, I'd love to play in Chicago, you know, which shouldn't sound good to Laker fans at all. Laker fans. I, I don't know if a lot of you know that he is a free agent. Yeah, next he hasn't year. signed yet. He has not signed yet. Chicago is his hometown. He loves it. Uh, 
he said, and Doc Rivers said, who played at, at a Marquette and grew up in Chicago, that Chicago is the basketball mecca. I mean, it's the home of fuck, or it's you know Michael Jordan, like, like the Bulls, fucking Patrick Beverly, Derrick Rose, like all these dudes. And it kind of put a little doubt in a lot of Laker fans' heads, like, oh, shit, wait a minute. You know, if this shit doesn't work, right? Say it doesn't work. And I'm not, pr- I'm not hoping for it. Actually, I am hoping for it. But say it doesn't work. And it fails, and the and the Lakers don't win the fucking title, um, and 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 AD bounces right, and so now you're left with you got rid of all your pieces, right? You got rid of Hart and Lonzo and Ingram, um, and then you're stuck with a backcourt of your boy Caruso and LeBron, right? What would you name that backcourt? The backcourt of Caruso and LeBron. <laughs> this is so gold, and this is ours. We're taking it. What would you name it? Chicken Alla King. The diabolical duo. Oh tell, wow! Tell me, tell me that's not gold, bro. Oh my god, that's amazing. The diabolical duo. What what blows my mind about LeBron's situation is uh, that he's clearly thought a lot about it. Yes, and has like I I still think that he's gotten hair transplants uh, because you can kind of see on the back of his head like where the scarring, you know, where what what that all looks like. Anybody who knows somebody that has had hair transplants, you know that they take it from the back of your scalp and put it in the front of your scalp. I wouldn't know that. So that the hair, I don't have it either, but I'm considering it. Uh, but based on LeBron's <laughs> results, yeah, I think I'm going to pass. Yo, they had Tory Lane. He he's he's worth millions and millions and millions of dollars, and he can't get your hair done shit. or just shave or the shave head. it. Go Kobe. Kobe Michael. I so I. It's funny. I was actually talking to my buddy at work today, like randomly about LeBron's hairline, and and he was like, you know what? I think I think LeBron doesn't want to shave his head because. Kobe ended up doing it and because uh, Mike, Mike ended up it. doing it and he doesn't want to go that route. He just wants to keep the hair, Yo, they had but a, it looks garbage right now. Tory Lanez was on Tory Lanez is a musician. He was on the breakfast club and Tory Lanez, when he first came out, had a horrific hairline, right? Like he was going bald early and now he's got a fucking Paul George, Jalen Rose hairline right now. Shit looking clean. Does he really? Yeah. And he said he got it. He said, Tyga gave him, gave him the info. Like Tyga's the one yep. that gave him like, yo dude, you got to do this. I don't know what he did, yeah. but the hair looks right. And you, you would think if LeBron spends 2 million a year on his on body, his body yeah. spend, spend, spend 50 bucks on your hair. I mean, dude, you feel me? Or I, it just, it blows my mind, but that's great. I, I love that. Do you like the diabolical I, duo? I love it. I, think, I still can't, I can't get over Caruso's hairline. I'll never get past it. It, it, he must look at it in the mirror every day and be like, still got the hairline and then and walk out the door real because quick. Though, I don't do know you... how he goes. I don't know how he lives like that. <laughs> well, he's got a really hot girl, too. She, like, yeah, Cruz, he does. He, she's banging. Um, do, do the AD words? Uh, yeah. Do they bug you? Do they? You know? Yeah. It bugs does it me. rub you wrong? Because you shouldn't say I, that. I, I hear what like. So I think <clears throat> a lot of this, especially these small amounts of sound bites and, and clips can be taken out of context really easily. Uh, my guess is he's in his hometown of Chicago. He said, yeah, I would yeah. love to play in Chicago. He didn't say, I'd love to play in Chicago next season. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think people, especially now in today's day and age, always try to dissect, just like we do, everything that somebody says. And sometimes when you do that, you can really start splitting hairs that, that don't need to be split. Uh, I think he was he's, he's reflecting upon his hometown. Like, what NBA player wouldn't love to play in front of their hometown, in front of their home crowd. Kawhi did it. Right? People Ka- like to do that. Kawhi dude. came home. Like, Paul George came home. LeBron like, came home. To Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, it happens. Dwayne Wade went back to Miami. Exactly. He started, like, and, and my whole thing is, like, Anthony Davis is still a very young man. If yeah. he And maybe he will play on Chicago one day. But I, I don't 
I'm not necessarily worried that he's going to leave our situation and what we have. He knows that the keys are going to be handed to him for the franchise if he so wants that to be handed. Like It's going to go from LeBron to him, and the goal is to have him with us for as long as possible. Uh, I feel like he, when he looks at what Chicago has uh, in terms of like, like even short, short term, long term, like, yeah, they got yeah, Zach Levine have... and a lot of players that are fun, but they're not going to contend for any time soon. Well, with Anthony Davis, you're always going to be a contender, like whatever. You know what I mean? Like you will. Yeah, but not a, not with that team. Yeah, but LeBron 35 next month. Right. Okay. And again, this is not, I want, I want to get one thing clear, dude. It seems like the past four years, Every single year we say, well, LeBron's getting older. You know what I mean? Like, you can't beat Father Time. This motherfucker has beaten Father Time. Watching LeBron play is something so special. You know, he he looks very spry. He look, He's definitely stronger than everybody on the court, anybody that fi- tries to check him. I just think he needs a little more confidence in the shooting. It was nice seeing Quinn Cook hit the jumpers last night. Yeah. You know, because you need the shooting. The shooting is is key. That's going to be our story this entire season and into the playoffs. And there was rumors about J.J., like trading for J.J., and I don't know. Did you hear the, that rumor? Um, I didn't know that we had a, a trade possibility. For well, that. there. Uh, this is what I said is like, well, what are the fucking assets? Yeah, what are we going to give him? And why would, you know, but it, he hasn't played with Zion you know, really once yet in a, in a regular season The Pelicans game. literally have everything that we own already. Like, what are we going to trade them again? Right. I mean, you would love J.J. Redick. Of I would love J.J. Redick back again, but it's just not going to So do you put any faith in that in Fuck, that rumor? dude, if it means getting rid of KCP, I'm all for it. Oh, boy. I mean, I, I tell you what, man. I he definitely, He's horrible. He plays hard, right? So don't get me wrong. I, I can appreciate a man that plays hard, uh, and I like his defensive effort especially. Like I think that's literally the only thing keeping him in – Somewhat good graces. Is with he me. really a stopper though? No, Drew? he's not a stopper. No, but he's a pest, and he, and he does like okay. he bothers people. He he tries real hard on defense. I think he's a he, I think he's above average defender. So is Avery Bradley, and I would prefer to see. That's why, like, I'm Avery. very I'm very happy that Avery starts and KCP doesn't. Uh, and I want more of Avery and less of KCP. I want more Caruso and less of KCP. More Quinn Cook. Give me all of Troy Daniels. I want all of them. You know, you're six and zero in games that Caruso plays. Yeah, Caruso's the only un- undefeated team in the NBA. Just Alex Caruso. Is that's what himself. it is? That is what it is. I, well, I think Embiid's probably undefeated too. Oh yeah, I guess so. I <laughs> guess he's I guess been suspended. Um, uh, but no, I I would love JJ Redick. Uh, I would love another shooter. We we need another shooter. I don't care where we get him from. I think that really will determine our season. And I I think it's going to come down to like a couple a couple plays in the playoffs where it's not LeBron or AD that wins it. We know this happens. Every year to every team, it, it's Fred Van Vliet that steps up. Or, Mario I mean, we, we talked about Mike Miller. Mike Miller had crazy games for for the Heat and won them a championship. Deshaun Stevenson, yeah. Dallas, and like, so, yeah. I'm hoping Danny Green still has that in him, and it looks like he does. Uh, but outside of him and Kuzma, I'm kind of like, well, who the fuck's going to step up? And and so hopefully by that time, those guys are already in place and and hitting stride and. Um, shooting the ball at, at a good But percentage. you have LeBron playing out of his mind. That's, I mean, that's the yeah. key. That's basically what we're saying right now. Like, after the game last night, they went into the locker room. Uh, Anthony Davis was like, hey, that's not bad for the washed king. You know what I mean? Right. And LeBron's like, yo, super washed. And he even, <clears throat> he even hashtagged and retweeted the NBA, like, yo, hashtag washed king. You know what I mean? Right. And it's unbelievable to see what this man is doing. And somebody said on our page today because our uh, what's our boy that got just got suspended twenty five games like Aiton uh, Collins Josh uh, John John Collins John Collins Atlanta. another twenty five games for HGH and 
uh, I think it was our boy Hector from Utah that was like, who's the next guy? Is it going to be uh, LeBron? Yeah. You, you, when you look at it, you're like, how does he do this? Yeah. Right? I think that brings up a really good topic in general. Like, when's the last time we heard any NBA player get suspended for steroids? Can you remember the last time? It's some it, uh, substance abuse has happened, right? Yeah, like cocaine weed and, and co- weed yeah. and like yeah, that shit that shit happens. Mm-hmm. But when's the last time that you can remember somebody getting suspended for steroids for HGH, like to help you grow and recover with your muscles? Like I, that is it's it's a it's a different turn for the NBA. And I think if they start opening that door, the NBA should like it. If, I agree. They I sh- I I you can't. I guess there's not a really a way for them to. Uh, say that steroids are legal, but they've certainly turned a blind eye to it. I mean, you can't tell me that some certain players have have not used it over the years uh, without them knowing. But like, to me, I like I, what I was gonna say is that if you start opening that door, we're gonna see a lot more guys get hit with this. I mean, because dude, if if they're not checking that hard, and all you got to make sure that you're not you're not testing positive for coke or blo- or for weed, then you know. They're probably like, well, shit, I'll take some HGH and after I'm should... getting off to that ankle injury or after I'm working out a little bit in, on, on, in the off season. Like, shit, dude. The last thing that they want is for Kawhi or for LeBron to or be out for six months. Anthony Davis. Giannis probably mm-hmm. needs to get looked at for HGH. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way that that guy's put on muscle is, is nothing short of a miracle. Joel Embiid. Like, there, there's so many like really famous stars that could be in jeopardy with this uh, that I don't think the NBA really wants to start this. But maybe they're just, you know, making examples out of two guys. To try and be like, yo, everybody cut this shit out before or we have to. Or figure out how they can make money off of it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I remember it was Andy Pettit, like with the Yankees. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, I took it because I wanted. I Roger wanted Clemens. Play. Roger Clemens did it. I mean, and mind you, these were all older men, okay? right? Right. That, I get the LeBron thing too. I mean, LeBron, like, shit. Think about. It. I mean, that's what the are only, the chances that he hasn't taken something like that? Well, it's the only thing that I'm. I'm again. I don't think LeBron has ever done that. I don't think he would ever put that. He certainly wouldn't admit to that. But the funny thing was, when I was hooping at the gym today, I was with our boy Dom and another hooper that I met today who who uh, who played for Long Beach, and we were talking about it. And it's like, okay, so say LeBron gets popped for HGH. You think the NBA is going to fucking suspend LeBron James 20, for 25, 25 games? 25 games, no Hell pay? No. Yeah. Hell no. You think they're going to do Kawhi Leonard? Right, you know what that's I'm saying? my point. It's not going to happen. So, now, yeah. DeAndre and – and uh, John Collins. John Collins. I want to call him Josh Richardson. That's not the right guy. No, that is Philly. I know. Yeah. Thank you. John Collins. John Collins. Who was actually like they were – people, when I, when I posted the picture on our page, they're like, yeah – like people just don't come into summer and get a 44 inch vert. You know what I'm saying? Like something's got to be going. I think that anything that help that can help your body recover that, that isn't, uh, that doesn't tear your body apart. Like weed, if weed can help you recover or fucking CBD oil yeah. or whatever it's going to take, I think you should be able to take it. Right. And I think the NBA in the next few years, cause I think CBD is, is going to be legal very soon. Very it's legal soon. in the, in the, in the big three. But CBD will be legal very yeah, soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just it's weird, right? I just I I think I think there's probably been a lot of players that have dabbled into the HGH and like banned substances, just saying that like we should, you know, nobody's been caught in 25 years. <laughs> Why would they start looking now? You know. First of all, let's be clear though. DeAndre Ayton was was suspended for a diuretic to flush his system for fucking weed okay yep let's just be completely honest with this that's what it was this guy was now 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 god john collins i was gonna say josh richardson again good job john was definitely caught with hgh deandre ayton was a diuretic to flush his system because he had something in his system that they didn't want to get picked correct and 
he deserves every 25 games that he gets suspended. They'll both be back this year. Yeah. And that that's actually a really good segue going into the next thing. And, we, you know, this is a whole other pod that we should talk about with an NBA player on the next one, whether it's Jelani or Ray Young or one of these guys. That'd be a, a good person. About the I mean, but think stuff. about it. Though, like Trey Young, like, sprained his ankle yeah. three nights ago, and he, he he scored 28 points in the, in the in the second half last night. Like, how the fuck does that happen? Is it insulin? Is it not insulin? Is it cortisone shots? Is it like, what the fuck are you doing to rehab that quick? Right. That's just, it's just crazy to me because, dude, I fucking I, I told tore my my hamstring sitting Indian style one day and yeah. I was out for six months. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I wake what, up wrong sometimes and it takes doing? me a full week to recover. You know what I mean? That. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Oh, we, we need the HGH. No one's testing us. No, we, nobody we, cares about we us. We need the HGH. Give us the HGH. Whoever's got it out there, send us the HGH. I'll, I'll be the guinea pig for the NBA. <laughs> hey, so there's there's a couple teams I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Phoenix and Miami, all right? Both oh. of them are 5-2. and two. They play each other tomorrow night. Nice. Um... Phoenix has been a surprise just because, uh, you know, Devin Booker had a great comment at the beginning of the season, like, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not trying to go for 50. I'm trying to win, win ball games now," which I thought was really mature and very. That's what people. That's what Phoenix Suns fans want to hear, and like, you, we know he can go for 50 every night. But now he, they have a legit point guard in Rubio, and they have like, and, and I can't even believe I'm saying this, like. They have a legit point guard in Rubio, and they have a vet big man in Baines, right? And that's basically how everything. And they got uh, Ubre and like whatever. Yeah, they have a good. They have a good team. No, they have. They have an okay team. I don't see this. I'm not sold on Phoenix at all. I'm really not. I love Devin Booker. Uh, I've been a fan of Rubio, but very. Uh, I've criticized him a lot. I just I don't think they have. Have you? Are you looking at their team right now? Yeah, I'm looking they're, at it right now. Yeah, they don't. They don't have all the goods, bro. No, I'm not, not. I'm not sitting team. here. I'm not sitting here and say they're going to make a playoff right, run. Right. But if they continue to play like this, there's no reason that they can't sneak into that eight seed. Really? Absolutely. You think so, dude? The way that Ricky Rubio is playing mm-hmm. and and the way he's been able to set Devin Booker up, Devin Booker has never played with a point guard. It's all he's wanted for his entire career. Right. He's never played with it like a true point guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he has one who loves to pass the ball. And, and that's Rubio's all... one of the last true point guards, minus Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Can you name another true point guard? Steph Curry isn't a true point guard. No, no, Steph's definitely not. Caruso, um, <laughs> Rondo. Stop. Okay, Rondo, <laughs> yeah, I'm with yeah, that. Don't yeah. fucking throw Caruso <laughs> in this. No, but, uh, I mean, it, they they recently just took down the last undefeated team, uh, which was the Sixers. They beat them, and Devin Booker dropped 40 points. And Rubio had 21 and 10 assists. And like when that shit is happening, there's they're gonna be in most of the games. If you're getting sixty plus points out of these two guys in a nightly basis, you're gonna sixty out of who? Booker and and uh, yeah, but you're not gonna Rubio. Give 40, yeah, Rubio's not gonna give you twenty every night. But my point is, is like Ubre had fourteen points, that which was a lower scoring uh, point total for him. Normally, he's he's a little bit higher than that. I think what they have is they 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 have a lot of excitement in Phoenix for the first time. I think that they know that they're actually pretty good. I think they're excited because they actually can win some games. And everyone in the league knows how talented Devin Booker is. So if you can get him squared up. I don't think he gets the props people think. Well, you're not going to give him props if he wins 19 games average per year. It's like, well, what are you going to do with that? So the reason that he hasn't been an all-star yet is because his team has been fucking garbage. Through 29 games last season, the the Suns were 5-24, and okay? They didn't win their fifth game until their 29th game. Right now they're five and two. They've already hit like through twenty nine games. They're ahead of schedule. Yeah, well ahead of schedule. Well ahead. Of, they're one injury away from being fucking lottery. 
Like, well, yeah, uh, and they're doing this without De- without DeAndre. DeAndre Aiden. So that was basically the, my my thing that I was saying. Yeah. Like, we're seeing Baines play really well, and, and I, Kaminsky. I, Kaminsky's yeah, looking good out there. I know, and Frank, listen to what we're saying though, dude. Baines Frank and, is good. I know, I know, but the number one pick's out, right? And the number one pick wants to get his buckets, and I, I would love to see Rubio and DeAndre playing together if they can have some kind of chemistry, right? Yes. Like DeAndre Aiden is very talented. Mm-hmm. Like again, not that many people watched his games that last season because he was on the Suns and they were shit. But I got to watch him at Arizona, and he is—he's very good. Yeah, but he's he has an a idiot, nice, though, Drew. He's, he's not the smartest guy. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair thing to say. Sorry, DeAndre, but. He's also like just a raw talent that's only going to get better. His jumper, his his actual like jump shot is nice. He's uh, a true big man. His his footwork is he nice. He could be like Embiid. That's what I'm saying. So right. like they actually have somebody that that's really talented that deserved to be the number one overall pick for that draft. Even though Luca is the best player in that draft, I I still think and I still think that DeAndre's not nearly as good as Trey Young either. No, but I I still think that DeAndre Aiden can be a very special player. Because he's still so young. Yeah, but what does that do to the chemistry? Like, if 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 you're a guy like D Book and Rubio, who's Rubio has been a pro since he was fucking fifteen, right? You know what I mean? D Booker has uh, he dropped seventy one in the game. D Booker is a, you know he is the face of that franchise. If I'm D Book or Rubio, who's the vet, you know, or and Baines too, and like you're putting all your chips, not necessarily all your chips, but like, yo, we got this young talent in DeAndre Ayton. He's got all the fucking goods, but this guy's gonna blow trees in the off season and try to you know die like that would piss me off yeah you i feel get me? it i get it but i mean dude how many guys are smoking they do weed? I mean, they all everybody's do everybody's smoking weed so yeah, but like, there's a process Drew. i get it i get what you're saying and yes he's immature this is what i mean this is what okay. i mean like right. you, you gotta there's growing pains with everybody you know everybody's gonna have their whatever very few rookies are like perfect throughout their first couple years in the league very few um, you know, and, and unfortunately for DeAndre, he just got unlucky, right? He, it was wrong timing and all that shit. I mean, fuck, dude. Tyreek Evans is out of the league because he couldn't put the weed down. Like uh, OJ Mayo, no one, no one's heard of him in a while. Like he's playing over, he's playing overseas. You know what I mean? Like this, this shit happens to a lot of guys. It's it's a lot about okay, luck. Then what's more important? That's my whole thing. Drew, I grew up in the NBA. I know that these players smoke weed. First time I ever smoked weed was with an NBA player, like I during the NBA season, like, and I was shocked. The first time I ever smoked weed, so I get it. But that it's not like it is today. Like literally, the coaches would tell you, "Hey, in two weeks we have a fucking drug test. Right, you guys better be fucking clean. Right, you know what I mean." And now it's like, well, yo, they don't tell you. It no, shit, shit just pops off, and you gotta go because the money's too real now. And DeAndre, like, he could have been like Jamal Murray this year and been like, yo. I'm going to sign that extension right now. Give me a hundred million, you know, for the next four years. And now Phoenix is going to look at it like, ah, maybe not. Maybe we need to, re- the Phoenix should pay him. That's actually. not going to happen. Well, I don't he, know. I know they're, they're not letting him go. All right. So anyways, Phoenix, I'm not buying at all. Yeah, I I'm excited for them and they're a fun team to watch. Yeah. So I still think like, like if at the beginning of the season, I thought, I think the question was asked, who's going to have more wins Sacramento or Phoenix, I definitely was pushing the button. I think for it was Sa- Cleveland or Phoenix because we thought Sacramento was going to win fine. games. But this is my point: is is the Sacramento Kings suck right now? They are Bagley's not, out. They are not very good. Mm-hmm. And Luke Walton's come out and said it. The players have come out and said it. Like they're just not very good right now. And Phoenix is the opposite. Like so, I think based on what I'm what I've considered the Sacramento Kings tier to be, I can easily have Phoenix replace them and be in that fight for that that last seed in, in, in the playoffs. If they, if they stay at this pace, there's no reason why not. So 
on the opposite side of that, Miami, right? Who nobody's really talking about. They're five and two, and again, they play Phoenix tomorrow night. I like them. I yeah. like them a lot, and it's not just because of Hero. No, it's I like it's Hero. none. It's none. Okay? Kendrick, who is, Kendrick Nunn. You know what he's averaging right now, dude? He's insane. I don't know what the numbers are. 18.3. Yeah, he's shooting forty percent from threes. And again, we're early. I, I always have to throw out that disclaimer. Like we're early in the season, and I posted some tweets from from Nunn a few years ago. The guys, nah. Might not be the nicest dude in the world, but he was undrafted. Right. I mean, and this guy from Oakland, the dude's from the Bay. He came out of nowhere, really, uh, in the preseason, I think, was really Mm -hmm. when he started to perform and get some notoriety. And then now he started the season so hot. There's like some stats that I've seen about him that like the most points scored in his first five games since Kevin Durant. It's like that's nuts. You're talking about like first five games in a career, like right. period, like just your first like five just games. Just walk into the NBA. First five games in the NBA, it. and you're like, yeah, he Andrew, scored. Fill, fill up your, he scored 112 your points. Oh shit, I gotta let me see if I can. You get can fill there. up your glass while I'm while I'm doing this. Okay. I didn't mean to cut you. Well, no, it's not even Kendrick. I'm just looking at Jimmy and Tyler Hero and Bam and Derek Jones Jr. Like they got it, and Dion Waiters is still there, but like I don't think he's too happy. But they're five and two. They're winning. They're exciting, and I I really think that they're going to make a push for Chris Paul at some point. It's either I think Minnesota or Miami is going to really try to make that push for Chris Paul. But they got none. Why do they need Chris Paul? Well, none. None is none, and none. None has none experience. Yeah, I I get it. Like, dude, I mean, shit. If I'm I'm Oklahoma City, give me Dragic and none, and I'll give you Chris Paul. Like, let's do that Mm -hmm. right now. I'll I'll sign on the dotted line because. Dragic is an easy flip. He's an older vet, still savvy, still can get buckets. And Nunn is an exciting prospect that you don't know what the ceiling is for him yet. And you already have a really solid point guard who's a, a, in Shea, in Shea who's, who's a distributor, who's ready to go. The guy's already a starting I point agree. guard. He doesn't need to be backing anybody all-star. up. All-star. He'll be an all-star. Not this season, no, but he will be. in a couple years, yeah. He will be. Yeah, especially if he stays in OKC and they start right. building around him. Right. Uh, I would do that in a heartbeat. I think Minnesota, like you said, that's possible. Uh, they're really they still Toronto, want Toronto and Kyle Lowry. I always think about Kyle you Lowry. You do. You've said that for a while. Like they, Chris Paul to Toronto, though. Kyle Lowry is like literally a legend up there. They fucking I don't, love him. I don't. I don't necessarily think Chris Paul makes a lot of sense for Toronto no. if they're going to trade Lowry. No. I do think Miami might make some sense uh, for Lowry. Lowry to come to Miami. Yeah, that's like what I'm, that. that's what I was getting at. It it has to come from Lowry. They there's a lot of loyalty to to Kyle, mm-hmm. and and well deserved loyalty to Kyle if in Toronto. So. I don't think he wants to leave. I don't think they want him to trade, like to want to trade him. But if they still did, good, Drew. it would have to come from him. It would have to be like him being like, "Oh, dude, let me go run it in mm-hmm. Miami." I don't see that ever happening. That's interesting. I'm not a man. I don't think Kyle Lowry goes anywhere. I think they're still good. I think Toronto is really good. We need Siakam to see where they're is a at. Hell of a player. He's the real deal. OG. I mean, they have a guy named OG. They lost Kawhi, but they picked up an OG. I would, that's <laughs> what I want to name my firstborn. My firstborn. Hey. Uh, Really quick, two things. Houston, right? So me and you love to watch a train wreck. They they kick the shit <laughs> Everybody out. Everybody does. Well, it's two teams I want to talk about, Golden State and Houston. Um, I love watching the train wreck that is Houston. They were down 40 to fucking Miami the other night in a blowout. They lost by 29, but it was just because garbage minutes. It could have been 40 if it wanted to be. Um, James Harden is still leading the NBA in scoring, which is crazy. And he's shooting 38% from the field. And twenty five percent from three, which is pretty. And he had a great game tonight. Ugh, so twenty five percent, twenty five percent from three, but thirty eight percent from the field. Now, and I, I when I when when we posted those numbers on our page, I made a joke that was like, 
you know, he's shooting, you know, 2,000. And, and I said, yeah, but he's 2,725 for 2,729 from the free throw yeah. line. <laughs> These dudes are getting to the line. Yeah. Okay. Anthony Davis is getting to the line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and James Harden will always get to the line. I, I'm not, I'm still not buying Houston. I'm not buying it, dude. I'm just really not. When you go, and me and you said, like, yo, we want to see the first game where they get blown out by 40. And they did. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like, did. And if you're supposed to have the two MVPs, you know what I mean? Two All-NBA players on the same team. Two Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers, first ballot, no fucking question. But how is this going to work, dude? And I'm, 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 I'm nervous about it, and we, we don't need to talk about it much more because it's just going to have to play itself out. They won tonight. James yep. Harden had a really great game tonight. Uh, Russ didn't really have a great game, but it is what it is. Russ, yeah, Russ didn't have a triple double. He only had 18, 8, and 6. And you want to know what's crazy, Drew? Is he I watched the game tonight. Like he was taking 15 foot jump shots. And that's not like Russ at all. And Getting, he didn't hit very many of them. He was eight of eighteen. So if you he didn't can do get well. Russell Westbrook in the half court, like set in the half court offense, like you're playing good defense, you want Take Russell Westbrook shot. taking 15 foot jump shots. Russell Westbrook is shooting is shooting uh 25% from 3. Well, we know that about Yeah, you him. want you want Russell shooting three-pointers. Yeah. You don't want James Harden necessarily shooting so, three-pointers. I mean, it, bottom line is the Rockets are still 5 and 2 or 5 and 3 mm-hmm. and they're still going to do just fine. I still think that they have a lot to prove, right? If anyone yeah. has anything to prove this year, LeBron has something to prove to some people that are talking shit about him, but he doesn't have anything to prove about his legacy. Uh, and and these two guys have something to prove to themselves and to everybody else that thinks that this shit is not going to work, right? So I think they're going to try really hard to make sure that they win a lot of games this regular season, and then try and actually make a ridiculous run in, in the in the postseason that I just don't see happening for them. I don't either. And this just came to my brain though, is I'm thinking like, what if James Harden and Russell Westbrook are just the casualties? of being in a league with Kevin Durant and LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard, right? Just like Carl Malone and Patrick Ewing and, and uh, well, Elijah Wan won his. So Charles. Okay, Charles going against Michael and just, you know, and, and same thing with Michael going against the, the Pistons and the Celtics and the Lakers and those great guys. But if this shit doesn't work, right, Russell's had KD. Russell's had Mello and fucking Paul George. Russell's had James Harden. James Harden's had K- Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. Mellow fucking Chris Paul. Like if this shit doesn't work, you know, this is going back to what we were saying, you know, regular season players versus postseason players. It's going to be a, it's going to be a, a, like a, a scar on their legacy dog. And I get it. Like, yeah, it's, it's awesome that you're They're in their thirties now. It's dude. You have literally four more years for these guys. And Kawhi's in his prime. Giannis is in his prime. We're Both seeing younger. Luca. Okay. Yeah. We're seeing Porzingis is still doing what he's doing. Um, they have to win. Okay. Let's put it this way. LeBron and AD have to win this year. Like they literally. This have, year or next year? I would I would put more into they have to win this year. Sure. Just with the simple fact that AD has free agency next year. Yeah. I'm Russell assuming he's going to stay. Assume, uh, I, w- I would assume gonna, he would yeah. stay, too. I'm assuming, yeah. That's, okay? Yeah. I would assume that he would stay, too. But you never fucking know with this guy. We saw what happened, you know, in New Orleans. He might want to get out. We he don't, wanted to come. Everything's when he pe- wanted to get out, it was directly to us is where he wanted to go. Everything so is peachy that. right now. Yeah. Even for Kawhi and Paul George. And Paul George hasn't played a fucking game yet. 
Russell Westbrook and James Harden need to get to the NBA Finals. They need to win a championship. They have a team that could win a championship. If you look at them from top to bottom, they definitely do. I think they have a better roster than the fucking Lakers. They don't have LeBron and they don't have AD, but they have a better roster. Yeah. I, do you agree or no? Uh, a better roster than the Lakers? Yeah, top. I mean, yeah, sure. Top like to if bottom, you're talking about you like one through twelve, yes. Yeah, they have a really good roster. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah, I have no problem saying that their bench is better than our bench. I have no problem with that. I think the most interesting thing about all of this to me is that Houston should have been in the finals last year. <laughs> Kevin Durant's out. They had a closeout game at home, and they let that shit slip through their fingers, and. And the year before, they should have beaten the Warriors. But really, last year. And I think had they made it to the finals, this whole Chris Paul, James Harden thing would would still look a lot different, right? Because if they get in, even if not even if they win and beat Toronto, which I think that they probably would have had a really good shot at beating Toronto, because no, even even Kawhi can't stop James Harden when he's when he's guarding. Oh, well, Kawhi him. could stop James Harden. Nobody stops James Harden. That's bullshit. No, who's the last person to lock up James Harden? Well, James Harden's shooting 25 fucking percent. Yeah, but my point is he's still Kawhi, the highest. If anybody, it's Kawhi. He's still the highest scoring player in the league. Nobody can lock him up. Free throws, dog. But I'm, this is my point. This is exactly my point, is that had they gone to the finals, this I think that roster and this whole thing with Russ probably wouldn't have happened, and it's a missed opportunity. So like going back to your point, like James Harden is the casualty of Steph and LeBron James. Really and Kawhi Leonard and Kawhi, mm-hmm. right? That's that's just what it is for right now. So I I'm I totally agree. For them, more than even for the Lakers, the 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 gas pedal is all the way to the to the floor. It has right to be, yeah. And there might have to be a couple moves too. I agree. I I think or one move. You I think have they, the center. Right? They have to have something in their back pocket if shit isn't popping off. Like if they if they do not, if they're not in the first one through four seeds as we get closer to the end of the season. Uh, I mean, we know their their D, their GM is incredible and and can make a deal happen out of thin air, uh, but they do have some nice assets to trade. I know people would love Clint Capella. I know people would love uh, Eric Gordon. They they have good pieces to trade. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they bring somebody else on. Gerald Green looks like he's gonna be out for the season, he so will. that sucks. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see something happen. Um, the Warriors, right? Warriors got blown out tonight by Houston, yep. but I want to say something. We and you know, we threw a lot of not necessarily shade, but like, fuck, Steph's out, Clay's out, Dre's out, D'Lo's out. You know what I mean? And they're playing all these young cats, and they they got the Eric Pascal, right? Pascal, Pascal, Pascal. However you want to pronounce oh, yeah. it. Yeah, I like Pascal. I no, but Pascal. I I got a homegirl named Pascal. That's why. I, oh, okay. It, it is what it is. Um, I picked him up quick in our fantasy. He dropped thirty three on his twenty four twenty third birthday. The other night, he's been uh, the the past four out of five games is at twenty plus. Um, they they have no they have no they have no chance of doing anything this year. No, nope. but it's fun to watch these kids play. They got a bunch of young kids that are out there, you know, performing, and I, this is their this is their time to shine, right? Yeah. So I think I actually even watching the game tonight, the Warriors were fun to watch. They yeah. got blown out defensively. They're way too small. They, they don't have defense. They don't have defense. But seeing these young kids like Jordan Poole and like you know uh, Pascal, who is really actually fun to watch. He's got a really weird release. Pascal and Spellman are fun right? players. And to Spellman watch. dropped a lot of weight, like a lot of weight uh, to to be to be playing. But. Um, I think that's also the reason why the NBA going back to Kawhi and like uh-huh. nationally televised games, 
you know, we're missing KD, we're missing Steph, we're missing Clay, we're missing the Warriors dynasty and whatnot. And so these nationally televised games are like a big fucking deal. Yeah. So I understand why. And they the thought NBA that that Golden State Rockets matchup when they scheduled was it be Steph was going to be a and, good yeah. game. <laughs> they thought they thought it was a lot of these. If you watch yeah, them, right, yeah. you know what I mean. A lot of these nationally televised yeah. games. The Pelicans have played fucking uh, nine times. Oh, of course. TNT Zion was, right. was ready to go and it's for like, all fuck. those. Now he's not. I'm there. not trying to watch. Fucking Derek Favors, bro. I know. You know I mean, what I'm Derek saying? Derek Favors is doing well, and so is Brandon Ingram. That's but. why we're buying League Pass. Like, yeah. I talked to the dude, my yeah. dude at the gym today. Like, I bought League Pass for fucking, for for Zion. Yeah, absolutely. And he's on my fantasy team. Like, can and you just, just come back and play? be ready already. For real. I really want to touch on one thing, because Spellman and Pascal were teammates on, on a championship winning team. Vandy. For Villanova. Yeah, I meant Villy. Yeah, that's all right. Fuck. And, and with, uh, with, with my guy, DiVincenzo. Uh, who's on Milwaukee. So I do think like those two guys, especially they already know how to play well together. You're going to see them grow if they get as much run as I think, especially with Draymond, like whatever finger issue he's having. Uh, those two guys are going to get a lot of run and they're going to look good together. And, and Nova cats are tough yeah. as hell. Nova yeah. produces really good NBA players Yep. and all these kids. And we say this all the time. We say it all the time on this show. All these kids needs is a time to play. Like, give them some time to shine. Give me some fucking minutes. And I can show you. And they have nothing to lose. Like, literally, if they go 20 and fucking 62, uh, it's okay. Because you don't have you don't have Doesn't all matter. these guys. But you have the experience. So when Clay and Steph and Draymond all come back next season, you might have a fucking really good yeah, core. you might make that roster. You might. <laughs> instead of getting cut or traded. Two players I'm watching right now, Drew. Uh-huh. Uh, Eric was my first one. Who? Oh, Eric. Yeah, oh, and gotcha. then T.J. Warren in Indiana. T.J. Warren. He 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 got he didn't get off tonight, and he's going to lose his minutes once Miles Turner and like uh, Sabonis and all them like get back get their legs back and whatnot. But the dude put up some really fucking good numbers. He's a very good player. He, he's got the bag, dude. Like he can do it yeah. all. You North feel Carolina me? State. He's kind of been bounced around the league, and then he ended up in in Phoenix, which was obviously, as we know, the, the, during the years that he was there, was a, kind of a shitstorm. Oh, uh, but he was. I think for for a while he was the second best player on that on that roster behind Devin Booker, and it was like a quietly known fact around the league that he's good. And now he when he went he went to Indiana, um, he's supposed to replace Bogdanovich, which is not good, which uh, is not easy because Bogdanovich is a hell of a player. Yes, he is. Um, My but, fantasy team, but I do think TJ is a very serviceable replacement, and I always like seeing him succeed. He's got a really good game. He's got a great game. It's clean. Uh, we don't really talk college basketball on this one, but Cole Anthony tonight. First game for North Carolina. The first freshman in North Carolina history to drop these numbers. 34-11-5 in his first game. He's a fucking guard, people. He rocked goggles and lit the motherfucker up. Lit it up. Is that That's Greg Anthony's kid, right? Yeah. Cole Anthony? Yeah. That's Greg Anthony's yeah. the old NBA player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got buckets, dude. He's very good. I'm pretty sure he was the number one or two rated Recruit? at his spot. I don't know, maybe not number one overall, but let's watch this kid. I can't I, wait to North watch Carolina. This kid. I can't wait to watch Carolina Duke because yeah, Cassius, Cassius Cassius Stanley's out Cassius there. Cassius looked nice. He had his first game. He, you know, he looked okay. Actually, he looked okay, but he can get to the rim real easy. They're they're still really figuring that shit out at Duke, and it it was an ugly game that they played against uh, Kansas. That was brutal. Well, but Kansas they, was uglier than them though. Kansas both, was a Kansas had 28 turnovers. Yeah, it was that ugly. So it, game number one of a college yeah. basketball season where it's mostly freshmen out there, like that's just going to happen. 
Drew, we got to watch the Clipper game. It's time for the Clipper game. Is it like, time? It's time. But we got to. Couple. I am, and I. You know what I have to do right now? I have to use the restroom. Yes, you do. But it is what it is. Check this out, people. Our Patreon page is up. Can you show us some love? Okay, we're dropping a new podcast every week called Load Management. Even though Complex tried to jack us, we have Load Management. We spend a lot of time on this. It's an ec- extra episode every single week. Every Saturday we drop. Well, Sunday we drop it, but it's a Saturday pod. Can you just join? It's five bucks. Okay, show us some love. We work hard for you people. Keep screenshotting. Keep uh, reviewing. We got a great review yesterday. I saw that. Rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, we're coming out with our first shirt, which I'm really excited about. This is going to be good. We're working with the Retro Kings. This is going to be our in-house artist. This is my guy. We have our first shirt coming out this week. Uh, Drew, episode 100. Okay, we Man. hit it. We hit the milestone, dog. And we're not leaving. Okay, we are going to continue to bring you the same heat from the same seats every single week, people. We are the best NBA podcast in the land. I don't care what anybody else has got to say. Yeah, Bill Simmons, you're dope. Jalen and Jacoby, you're dope. Zach Lowe, you're all right. But I'm sorry, dude. Clips and Drew is where it's at. It's the follow through. Uh, to a hundred more, Drew. Cheers, one more time. Cheers, one more time. Champagne. We're gonna take him out with the, with the with the the hottest song out right now, Uh-oh, and you what know what it? it is, Drew. I played it for you last week, and I said this is gonna be on the show. Yellow Wolf, my boy, DJ Paul, Memphis, stand the fuck up, Country Rich, Episode One Hundred. It's a follow through with Clips and Drew, and we're ghosts. Cheers. Mr. Bobalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina, come pick up my Masioke and take it to the cleaners. Somewhere in the front next to the Chevy where you've seen us getting mobile hydrated intravenous, boy. Cause I got a whole lot of money, whole lot of time. Take me to the mall, I'm losing my mind. I'm country rich. I'm country rich. Chop me in a bucket seat You can hear the muffler grunting Glass pipes underneath the dune buggy, dummy Cause I got a whole lot of money
sixes on the belly Climb on top of that motherfucker and I down a ball of hit it Please excuse my country grammar, got me feeling like a Nelly It's a Tennessee thing, I can't motherfucking help it Got a whole